the volume. Moneyline Monaco is presented by FanDuel Sportsbook. There is no better place to make every moment more than with FanDuel. I love betting on FanDuel Sportsbook for so many reasons. Great odds and markets for the MLB, NBA, NHL, and so many more. Awesome new and existing user promotions. It's America's number one sports book. It's easy to use, safe and secure. You get winnings fast. And it's so fun to combine multiple bets from the same game into a same game parlay. Discover the most popular same game parlays each day and night when you log in. And FanDuel Sportsbook is now live in Ontario, Canada. If you are new, just download the FanDuel Sportsbook app to get started now. Sign up with promo code MONACO so they know I sent you. Disclaimer, 21 plus and present in Arizona, Colorado, Connecticut, Iowa, Illinois, Indiana, Louisiana, Michigan, New Jersey, New York, Pennsylvania, Tennessee, Virginia, West Virginia, or Wyoming. another episode of the best gambling show ever no i am not back in college i am just at a dance camp um the grind doesn't stop you guys i'm a little bit of everywhere lately monaco i feel like i live at the airport i feel like i am married to delta airlines and then when i land and i'm back in colorado i'm in a dorm room for a dance camp so the grind doesn't stop i packed a little portable ring light i've got my camera anything for the volume is how i feel so we are here in a dorm room to talk about this series that I think is a lot more exciting for you than it is for me. I'm coming off of a rough betting night. Um, I took the Celtics to cover, which to me, really what that boiled down to was one, I have a futures ticket on the Celtics in this series. So I need them to keep it interesting. But two, the public was so heavy on the, on the Warriors last night to cover. Um, so I was really liking kind of a fade the public moment, to be completely honest with you. That was kind of my mindset. I sprinkled on Celtics money line as well. I liked Jalen Brown to go over 23 and a half because he's had 24 points in so many games throughout the postseason. I was like, of course he's going to do it tonight. He didn't. I was 0 for 3. So rough night for me. But you, um, I saw you post actually, and you said, my head is with the Celtics. My heart is with the Warriors. And then not even an hour later, you had a video. (laughs) I am tripling down on the Warriors. So Monaco, yet again, you went with your heart, but it worked out for you last night. So how are you feeling coming off of a pretty successful night? And how are you feeling about your Warriors at this point? Uh, we're feeling good, Liv. I will say the dorm room looks phenomenal for, you know, look. <laughs> Don't it, lie, it, Monaco. It, it it's takes you back. No, the beds are made. Good feng shui. Nice, you know. Oh. Hey, it's better than my dorm room in the adult world in a studio apartment in hey. New York. My kitchen has my couch in it. So, you know, we're, we're living Monica's that life. living the dorm life every day, and I love that. Yeah. <laughs> But no, I mean, look, game five was was exactly to your point. It was a, a public heavy Warriors just unloading. And we know, obviously, that 2-2, two, two, best of five, best of three, rather, you win game five, you're winning over 75% of the time. I think it was 82% to be exact. 
So, yeah, a lot of pressure on both teams last night. I will say that it kind of came down to the turnovers. Again, I hate to say it, but, geez, 18 turnovers for Boston Libs, six for the Warriors. I mean, it sounds, and, and I said this on my pod yesterday, it sounds a little ridiculous to say, but you look at playoff football and the team that wins the turnover battle typically wins the game, even though those are best of ones. You look at last night when we're coming down the stretch, getting closer to playoff football in the end of these NBA series, you look at the little things and the more experienced team took better care of the rock and it was a bad night for Curry and he ends his streak. I have it here of what, 233 straight games live with a three and 132 in a row in the playoffs and they still win. And right. a large part of that was obviously them taking care of the rock, but Wiggins stepped up. Gary Payton with 15 off the bench was huge. Draymond had his best game of the series. And I'm ready for that pod to come out. I'm excited to hear. I know, <laughs> I know. But I do want to toss it back to you because, like you mentioned, the Celtics are and have been in this down three two spot before and they've prevailed. Yep. You can get them to win. At plus 300, so Warriors betters out there. And I'm considering hedging a small amount, even though I'm I'm confident in the side I'm on. I, I don't want to discredit and discount the Celtics team. Headed back to Boston, how are you feeling about this game six? Yeah, I mean, I'm going to just keep it real. I have a plus 600 Celtics and seven tickets. So at this point in time, I've just got to swallow my pride and, and ride with the Celtics at this point. I mean, that's where my money's at. And... I think the, the Celtics betters right now, if you took the Celtics to win the series, you should be a little bit nervous. Um, and the reason I say that is just what you said. We just saw Steph Curry have one of his worst performances in the postseason. He was seven for 22 from the field, 0 for nine from the three. And the Warriors still managed to beat the Celtics by 10 points. That should scare Celtics betters. It should. It scares me. And I've got a Celtics in seven ticket. So it should make people uncomfortable. I think Robert Williams for the Celtics was the one aspect that made the Warriors really uncomfortable. And I think when you're in the postseason and you're fighting for the championship, you've got to find a way to make your, your opponent uncomfortable. And Robert Williams was that for a little bit. Now he's kind of, he tweaked his knee. We saw him play in game five, but I don't think it was the performance that we really needed from him. I mean, I think at this point in time in the series, he's got to be super dominant because the one thing that I think the Celtics have on the Warriors is size. Well, when your biggest guy and most dominant and aggressive guy is in and out with injury or maybe not playing 100%, it's it's a little worrisome. And again, Steph Curry having his worst performance and the Warriors were still able to pull it off. I will say we saw this in game two, right? We saw a ton of turnovers from the Celtics. And then what we saw in game three was them polishing up on their mistakes, fixing those turnovers as I predicted they would, and they won big. So it is possible for the Celtics to get a win in this next game. And really, it's a backs against the wall situation. It's a must win spot for them. And we've seen them thrive in those spots. The only thing that concerns me just a little bit is that in this postseason, we've seen the Celtics play better on the road than they have at home. So now they're backs against the wall going back home where they don't play as well. Um, and they, and they have to win. And if they do win, even if they do get a win, they've got to go back to San Francisco and try to win in their third game seven. I think I think exhaustion is going to start playing a role here for the Celtics. I think they have they have pushed their limits in almost every series they've played this postseason. I think they had a really great um, first round against the Nets where they swept and then they got some rest. But now we're seeing them potentially go 
to game seven again um, if they if they don't win this next game. So or if they do win this next game, they'll go to game seven. So it's a must win spot for them. And I do think that is the edge here is that the Celtics team is great. They're well coached. We have seen them lose pretty bad and then come back, polish up on those mistakes, fix those turnovers, tighten up on defense and they're able to get a win. So is it possible for the Celtics to get a win? Absolutely. I don't doubt them at all um, in terms of being able to win game six. However, they're more dominant on the road than they are at home. They're going back home after a loss. And it's, it's a loss where Steph Curry did not play well. So the fact that there's a chance that Steph Curry goes off, it just kind of, it, it, it should, it should scare Celtics betters. And it scares me. Like I said, I've got a Celtics and seven ticket. I do think um, based off of trends and what we've seen in, in the postseason for many, many years is the NBA loves a game seven. They do. So we may see the whistle favor the Celtics quite a bit when they go back home um, in game six, it's a must win spot for them. So because I'm a betting woman, um, I'm definitely going to take the Celtics here. And mostly because I have to, like I said, that Celtics and seven ticket stands no chance if they lose in game six, obviously. So I'm going to, I'm going to double down on the Celtics one, because I don't have a choice, but two, it's a bad, against the wall situation for them. I think they can clean up on those turnovers that we saw in game five. Uh, so feeling feeling um, optimistic, but not really by choice um, here for this Celtics team. So we'll see what we get. But yeah, I think if you, if you have a Celtics ticket um, on them to win the championship, it's not, none of us are feeling comfortable right now. And I'm speaking from personal experience. It's not a comfortable ticket to be holding because right now it feels like the Warriors are getting momentum in this series right when it matters. And, and that's scary when you're facing, you know, a Draymond Green that's heating up, a Steph Curry that had a, had a bad game um, and has the potential to pop off at any given moment. Yeah, it's a little nerve wracking, but I'm going to double down on the Celtics backs against the wall. They're going back home. I think the whistles in their favor quite a bit. I think they fix up their turnovers a little bit. So I'm going to double down on them, but I don't have a choice because I've got a Celtics and seven ticket that I want to cash. So we'll see how it goes. Well, before last night's game five, just to reiterate how close a series has been, their field goal percentage has been less than a point one percent between the two of each other. The rebounds are within four of each other. The free throws are within 10. The turnovers were within one. So this was a very close series, statistically speaking. And I spoke about this yesterday. It was 422 to 421 in points. The Warriors had them by one point, and every game was a double-digit win. And we saw that again last night, which was fascinating. So from the spread standpoint in game six, I just want to throw it out to you because if you're on the Warriors, like myself, I feel like a plus 300 Celtics to win the series hedge is worth a glance yeah. considering that this team is going home and when they've been in this spot, they've won before. If you were on the other side, Liv, if you were on the warrior side, would you feel comfortable putting part of your position into the Celtics plus 300 before game seven, if there is one? Yeah. I mean, because I think at this point, if you're on the Warriors side, you've already doubled, tripled, quadrupled down on them at this point. I think, um, because we've seen this series fluctuate so much, you're getting value on both sides. It's it's kind of hopping back and forth. So, I mean, at plus 300, absolutely I would. My ticket right now is plus 600. So that's why I'm writing this thing out and I've just got to stay optimistic whether I really feel it or not. Uh, I, I definitely think hedging and sprinkling on that plus 300 is not a bad idea at all. Because like I said, 
I do think it goes to seven regardless. And if you've already got a ticket on the Warriors, you're good there. And then to sprinkle and get him at plus 300, because again, I do think it goes to seven. We've seen this story before where, you know, that it, it looks like it should be an easy, you know, the Warriors clean this up in game six. We saw this in the last series with the Celtics when they were up against the Heat. I think they should have cleaned up the series in game six against the Heat, but we saw them take it to seven. Again, I think that the refing and the whistles will favor the Celtics quite a bit um, just because they're at home and the NBA wants a game seven. Who doesn't want a game seven? It's more excitement. Um, it's more money. It's more betting. I mean, it's just, it's just more everything. So I do think it goes the distance. So if that's the case and you've already got a futures bet on the Warriors, sprinkle on Celtics at plus 300. It's great value. And either way, you'll walk away with money if you've already got a Warriors ticket. So it's definitely worth it for me. I know we're a couple of days out, but is there any trends you saw in game five that you would fire on early for game six? For example, Celtics won the third quarter for the first time. The Warriors won the first quarter. So kind of flip-flopped on trends. But is there anything you would want to nibble on out the gate? I do feel like Boston may come out as the more aggressive and clearly more desperate team. So I think maybe Boston the first quarter could be a good play, but any, anything on that note or player wise, I know you mentioned Jalen. Yeah. A little bit of an off night as well that, that you are already gearing up to fire on other than the game. Yeah. I will say um, kind of to your point, I think the Celtics come out pretty hot and desperate as well. So maybe a first half or a first quarter bet for the Celtics would be something that I would definitely consider. Uh, we've got a few days to kind of think about it and sleep on it, but I definitely look at that bet and and it's appealing to me just because of the desperation that's going to be coming from the Celtics. Again, backs against the wall. It's a must win situation for them and you do not want to go down um, and have too big of a deficit with this Warriors team, or they're just going to run away with it. So I do think the Celtics come out pretty hot. I think Andrew Wiggins right now is on fire. I've, I've been loving watching him play basketball. You know, I took a bet um, on him a couple games back. I took him Andrew Wiggins over 21 and a half points and rebounds. That was my six and no night. So he made me a super happy camper because I hit on my same game parlay. I hit on the Celtics spread. And then I also hit on Andrew Wiggins. He's fired up right now. And I'm actually loving it because I think there was a lot of chatter. There was a lot of talk about him being undeserving of all-star. You know, he got announced to be an all-star player. And, and my whole timeline was just why Andrew Wiggins? That's ridiculous. Blah, blah, blah. Uh, he's proving it when it really matters. He's proving he is an all-star. Maybe he didn't prove it prior to heading to Cleveland for all-star weekend, but he's proving it now. And I'm loving the way that he's playing basketball. So I definitely consider an Andrew Wiggins prop. Um, you know, his line may fluctuate a little bit. Not sure what his line is at the moment, but uh, definitely would look at Andrew Wiggins. And we're seeing Jason Tatum picking up momentum and then losing it. Like he was so hot to me in that first, the first three quarters, really. And then the fourth quarter, it just kind of was like, where'd you go? So I don't really know if maybe when he goes back home, kind of having that momentum and knowing how close they are, he really picks it up, but he has struggled immensely in this series. So he's someone that I would consider, you know, in a desperate spot for the Celtics, I would expect him to really perform well and show a lot of aggression on offense. So I would consider maybe taking his points or maybe taking his points, rebounds and assists, because we know that he kind of does a little bit of everything and the Celtics are the most successful when he does a little bit of everything. So might consider that, um, but yeah, Wiggins would be a prop that I would definitely look at. Cause I think he's, he's just got a lot of momentum right now and he's, he's playing excellent basketball. So 
Yeah, I don't know what's scarier that Tatum, Smart, and Jalen put up 65 points and they lost by 10, or that Curry had 16 on 7 and 22 shooting and the Warriors won by 10. I, I don't know what's scarier because I we're trying to talk this out, trying to find any angle to, to discuss talking point-wise. And if this big three is doing – I mean, again, Tatum's just getting – He's getting a lot of flack for not doing enough, but I mean, geez, before last night, he was averaging like 23, seven and seven. I mean, for an average star in the league, that's plenty. Well, and that's, and you make a great point. The fact that smart Brown and Tatum had such an excellent game and still lost. And the fact that Steph Curry had such a bad game and still won to me, the Celtics mindset needs to be, okay, we have pretty solid defense. We stopped their best guy quite a bit. Um, we had a pretty good offensive show up for, for three of our, you know, three of our starters, the turnovers is it. I mean, that is, that was absolutely their downfall in this last game. So if they can clean up on that, I really do feel good about the Celtics getting a win. Um, but we've seen them struggle with turnovers more than once in this series. So it really just comes down to correcting their mistakes and, and being more careful with the ball. I mean, it's, it's one of those things where, you know, they could, again, you could have three of your starters combined for 60 plus points and one of the opponent's best players only have 16 and still lose a game because of turnovers. So if they can fix the turnover issue, I, I feel good about the Celtics getting a win. And I do think they're capable of, of fixing that issue because we've seen it with them before and they've, they've cleaned up on their mistakes and they've managed to come back and win a game. So it's definitely possible. And I think they're a well-coached team. I think May Udoka has done incredible things with that, with that team this year and, and um, turnovers to me are a very fixable issue, but yeah, it's a, uh, that game was tough to watch. If you've got a Celtics ticket, that's for sure. Nah, well, we, we got a couple of sleeps to still sort out our bets, but we're going to come <laughs> back on Thursday with some, some great, props some some fires some i'm on that minus one and a half warriors ticket so i don't know if i'm i'm three and two in this series because the warriors are but i am i I am probably going down with the warriors in boston as well (laughs) it's a i will say it's a perfect spot for zigzag people to take the celtics it's you couldn't get a better spot I'm taking the Celtics. You really couldn't. Absolutely. I agree. And I will recommend the hedge, but we'll save a little drama <laughs> for Thursday. When we're throw that in last second. <laughs> we will, but no, this was, this was fun talking it out, debriefing, getting ready for game six. But I mean, geez, game seven on Father's Day. I, I don't want to say the fix is in, but my goodness, that is perfect for a storyline for the NBA. It sure Literally. Is. It sure is. Yeah. But yeah, we'll be back on Thursday for maybe the last best gambling show ever for the NBA season. We shall see for Live On Alex. We will see you on the Volume Sports YouTube channel then. See ya.